are you? Thank you for coming back and listening to yet another podcast today. I have a wonderful guest, one of perhaps the best guests I've ever had uh, on this show. I had Nicole Buvia of a sales recruiting manager at Gallo Sales Company. Um, you know, so I was able to speak with her a couple of times. Uh, she came to present at my university a few times and now I was able to kind of talk to her a little bit further about her pathway and how she got to where she is today. She had a lot of interesting points and I think it was just just a really, really fun conversation and we just got to touch on a lot of different points and I think this was really, really one of the, the, the most conversational and true to the title of, of our podcast. But um, I really hope you enjoy this podcast today and uh, thank you for listening as always. Enjoy. Yeah, so to answer your question on my job title and what I do, so um, with our company, there's a leadership development program. I'm a part of that. Um, so there's three different tiers. It's a rotational system to really grow you into a future leader. So right now in my current rotation of phase three, I am the Northern California recruiting manager. Um, my job, I call on four schools in Northern California, along with my coworker, Phil, the other four campuses. So between us, we call on... Um, I call on Cal Berkeley, Santa Clara, UOP, uh, UC Davis with him. We do Chico, Cal Poly, um, Sonoma, and UNR. So those are our campuses. So uh, in that time, we see an average of 6,000 plus students per campus typically, which is pretty cool. Um, And really, I think a bigger piece of what we're doing, we're not only like the future additions to our company um, that really can bring value to us, but also at the same time get to do fun things like this, interact with people, really invest in them and their futures. Because even if it's not our company um, and coming aboard the Gallo train, totally fine. Everyone has a different form of success. So it's been really cool in this role being able to like help people see, discuss, and figure out where they want to be in their own industries. Um, I think everyone's pretty super in that way. So that's pretty cool. Um, Not only we find the talent, take you through the interview process with us. If we were to interview you, probably would have like 25 connections by the time you were to be onboarded with us, which is pretty crazy. So from like day one with you, doing a podcast, to like meeting you, we see anyone from freshmen to seniors. And we build our relationship between your four years. Um, Stay connected. I like really am personally invested in people. I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you landed that job. So I'm saying the connections you build, even at young ages, even as old as for the first time like everyone's in a different life process but meeting mm. them in it has been pretty rewarding as well yeah i think that's cool because i mean on a much smaller scale but i do work for the career services center at ulp so there are times yeah. where you know you help somebody through you know because they came they, they made an appointment with you and then like a week later they see you like well they used to see you walking around campus but when they see you walking around campus they um they would like you know, so like call you out and say like, hey, you know, remember how you helped me get that resume done or whatever? And I actually got the job. And then like those like little moments is like, um, it's just, it's pretty cool. Even though like you're just helping them and you're just like a really smart part of it. Um, I can really relate with that. It yeah. feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, it, you're, it's like, you're setting yourself up so well and you have so many resources on campus. It's an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Being on this side now, because I remember when I was a student and an athlete and I was like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. this is the point of call a job like how do you do that thing and yeah. it's cool knowing what you know now and then being able to get back into that space for sure for sure yeah definitely and then like i know everybody has their different paths but what would you say was you know your kind of path to get into where you are today 
Yeah, great question. So for me, I had to figure out the college thing going way back into my story. So um, family was told me, hey, Nicole, you're going to pay for college yourself. Like, we can't afford it. You got to do that thing. So I really got serious about playing soccer, got recruited to UC mm -hmm. Davis, um, did that for four years to help pay off because debt is a real thing. Mm -hmm. um, so in that time and the moment I was like, okay, this is like going to help financially. But like, I wasn't really outwardly faced of like what career that I want to do. I'm a person that loves learning in general. So I studied, I have like the most random majors in the world. Like I'm a human development major. <laughs> communication uh, major and an emphasis on economics so I went oh. <laughs> very broad of, like and if I could do it again I'd probably do philosophy like I yeah. love argumentation styles like I love mm. thought processes could have done psychology my dad's a psychologist like I love mm. people so there's a million things that I think I would like to do in this lifetime um yeah. with that being said what attracted me to Gallup at the career fair was the opportunity because of business and like I wanted to myself in environments that scared me in my 20s that made me uncomfortable that I was like wow like something about the business world attracted me when I saw like people that are like under pressure or so calm shouldn't be yeah, calm crazy. Like, why are you so like <laughs> legit and like awesome so I was yeah. like how do you get to that point in life how can they communicate so well are so driven like there's something in that that I'm like I don't think I have it yet but I want that and I'm a big mm. believer you become the five people you surround yourself with so for me when I met these people at the career fair I was like who are you like right. how do I get in this program the mentorship around it really spoke to me the fact that it wasn't a cold calling sales journey like mm, you don't yeah. need to have the experience behind you they mentor you and give you all the equipment you need to be successful in each role because they want you to be a future leader I was like this is like my jam. So that's yeah. cool <laughs> and have good yeah. business deals because you have amazing products that you're selling that are top in their categories, in every category. So yeah. I, I think in that sense, it was a pretty win-win scenario for me um, to take my luck at sales and give it a role and yeah. really grow and, look and get mentored through this program. Yeah, and I think that's interesting, Nicole, because, you know, most students now, they, they kind of envision what they want to do or they at least they have some idea of it but um in your case you know you were you had these different career paths that you were because it looked like you were taking it like i'm doing it which is like a really general and then like you know whatever happens kind of happens or whatever catches my eye you know that's what i'm gonna go for but i think um a lot of students have like you know something envisioned in their head and they kind of like forget that it's okay to kind of go with what you might have not expected right and um sometimes you know those the qualities that you have can trans, you know, are transferable and they can carry on into a different field, you know? So I think maybe yeah. what are some of those skills or qualities that maybe set you apart, even though it wasn't your predetermined, like dream job? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think that's funny too. Cause like <laughs> we could get into a hot tangent on what a dream job is and like mm. what people hold in their head as expectation to be successful. Yeah. Like, do you money in your twenties? Do you want a secure company? Like, what is that dream thing that you see as I call them moon dreams that you're like, I want to be that. Why am I not there? And they can't mm -hmm. enjoy the process or get out of each rotation that they're in. I like that. For me, I think skills that I've developed in my time um, in each role is what you're asking. Mm -hmm. I would say resiliency for sure. Confidence is everything. I honestly, my moon dream, I was like, I love inventions and mm -hmm. um, innovation. It's kind of my jam. Yeah. So when it comes like, it's like part of me was like, I could be my own CEO at the age of 20. Like I, my moon dream was I could be on Forbes 30, <laughs> yeah. 30, like have that career, have my company, you know, and I'm yeah. so grateful I did this program because truthfully, 
I didn't have the skills to be successful, I would have been one of those crazy startup stories that like literally yeah. fit because I don't know how to manage people. I don't know how to start and run a successful team meeting um, yeah. to be as efficient as possible, to be very direct with communication to meet people because I just, even though I think I'm good with those things, I've never had an arena to try to practice it, refine yeah. it, and professionalize it. That's where I'm at right um, now. <laughs> Yeah, so with that being said, I think that's the amazing opportunity um, being from this program. I have seen three very different sides of our industry and how it's being ran. So from sales, I learned how to communicate with 30 different personalities. Um, I played soccer my whole life, so I was like, oh, I know how to work with different people. But until you're like there to convince, to motivate, to help partner with things day in, day out, um, hearing no because you're going to anticipate challenges, but coming back and like overcoming Mm. them. An amazing arena for that um, also getting feedback from a direct boss on how to be better every day like that was awesome um, I learned how to be way more I think I was always coachable but I like literally was like okay show me I failed coach like how do I get better tomorrow I started embracing failure a little bit better because in sales that's all around you and the opportunity of like here's a mountain how do I get over that mountain and help Jerry get this product in the store yeah. come back two days later bench Jerry like you're yeah. set so an amazing opportunity and like that aha moment when you actually it works and you're like wow I heard no 29 times but that 30th time something was different and it settled different and now we're selling so many products for him and it took perseverance that I didn't know I had or existed so that was cool cool. managing people how to like work through others was also a phenomenal experience and how to be a better boss for people so each and really the skills I mean the skills that I've learned are really encompassing across the board and now I get to find the future additions to our company um, and really look at qualities of individuals um, and see best fit that for each other so yeah I'd say all of the above there's a lot yeah definitely (laughs) no I think um I think that's a good one because or especially when you say resilience it's important to remember that um failure is okay you know, and especially when you're younger or when you're at this stage, you know, I know I feel it a lot of like, if I apply to a certain place, I just like in my head, I just I feel like I'm not gonna not get accepted, right. But then when I don't, and then it happens, and it just kind of hits you in the face, like, oh, but it shouldn't be like a negative, it should be something that you take, you know, learn from it, and then just keep applying it to your future. And then it just becomes an experience. So I can really see how resilience is, is something that can really you know, be beneficial to, or even become self-aware of understanding that. And also the confidence aspect of it, because I think when you're younger, the confidence is either you have it or you don't, you know, or you come to learn from it. Because I know for me, I'm confident in certain aspects of it. You know, if you, for example, if you tell me to go play basketball, you know, I'm like, let's go one, one-on-one, let's do it. I'm really confident. But then if you tell me to do a collaborative project on something that has to do with researching, like, I'll, I'll, like, sit down and try to learn from it, but I won't be as confident, right? But I think being able to take on those challenges is something that is really, really, you know, beneficial to students that are graduating, or at least in, still in college, so, or to learn yeah, from that. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to tell no, you off, but good. I was going to say, to add to that, what you're saying is 100%, right? If you probably play basketball a lot, um, so to the point of repetition, confidence comes mm. when you practice a skill and you feel comfortable because you're just around it so much where it becomes like second nature. Right. Um, so probably have less repetition at that in that classroom setting. So same thing yeah. with us, like being comfortable in a, with being uncomfortable is like <laughs> the modern company. And that's crazy to think about. You're like, what does that even mean? Like yeah. you start to 
how to become uncomfortable in uncertainty, how to adapt daily to things where you're like, I thought today would be this way and it has turned into a completely mm. different day. And I think See, that's this yeah. girl, like that's how you get to be number one because you're like, give me that uncomfortableness. I will thrive in an uncomfortable setting. Um, it's a very unique path and mm. it's definitely not someone that everyone's like, yeah, let's adventure into <laughs> uncomfortable realm like, for yeah. sure. But that mindset, like excellence in culture, um, which is something in terms of our leadership program we're really looking for. Yeah. And then would you say that, um, well, well I guess a lot of different companies, you know, cause I mentioned culture and that made me think about how in your sense, yeah. um, I know in a couple of presentations you mentioned about how you guys are really family oriented and you guys are kind of like a tight knit group. Right. But I, I feel like what should students do or what can students do if say you weren't, you know, you didn't come to a, and do a presentation at their schools, what, sort of things could they look for to find things about you know their company's culture yeah on web so everything's online and virtual of right course, like we're yeah. doing zoom virtual yeah. everything is at your fingertips honestly so taking that 10 minutes to be like what do i want out of companies glass is a great reference for people it is like that rate my professor which i know you've heard me say yeah. but even going on glass it's like finding netflix's top shows to watch the glass yeah. best companies to work for like and then looking at those qualities, it's like how you picked UOP, right? When you came down to your school choices, you're going to be there for four years. You could be with the company for 22 years if you love it, right? right. And you're getting the things out that you want. So it's finding what matters to me. Do I want a private school? Do I want a public school? Do I want this type of education? Do I want these kind of peers and environment? Those are all factors that individually people need to figure out for themselves. Um, what paths, what ladder they want to start growing on um, yeah. with a company, with a culture, does family matter to you? What are the benefits? Like, those are all great questions to be self-aware and we have the time in COVID to really think through those things um, versus, oh, okay, I'll just take what's in me. I just want something. Um, that's great as a starting point, but really thinking through the vision of, am I looking for a short-term job or am I looking for a career? What is the security behind it? Because diseases and craziness happens yeah. every so often. So what's the security of the company you're working for in the next 10 years? Do you want to start up where it's fast paced and like everyone's just figuring out? Or do you want a secure company that it's like more established? Um, and it has that reputation behind it. Those are just factors that on a personal level, everyone needs to understand for themselves. And then from there, I think once you kind of have a realm and a threshold of like, I think this is the area that gets me excited yeah. to start really honing in and closing that gap of like, okay, what are the real companies I'm looking for in these spaces? Because now I can at least identify yeah. and I'm ask get time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think company cultures is becoming a lot more important. I know in, in a couple of my past, you know, talks, it, it's, it, they've said that when they're recruiting students, it's kind of like their top priority, you know, at the end of the interview where they have that chance to you know, talk to the to the person that's interviewing them and ask, you know, a couple of questions about the company, you know, it's becoming a not more a lot more prevalent for company culture or inclusivity or things like that yeah. uh, that are becoming just a lot more prevalent now. So I think it's really important for students to become self-aware or just kind of sit down and like you said, take 10 minutes and kind of just reflect and really make those choices according to to what you like and what what you want to do. Yeah. And then the last plug on that point, because you brought up something really important to mm -hmm. company culture, I always recommend top down looking what the CEO and vision is of a company. That's like your coach. That's like your captain. Oh, it's kind I never of heard that one before. Yeah, that idea. And so for us, our newest CEO said our company when asked like, hey, what direction do you want to take this company? We're fourth generation now. Like, yeah. where are you going? A site called Shaken News Daily interviewed our CEO and asked him this question. And he said, yeah, so my game plan, he didn't talk about the business right away in the statement. He didn't talk about the how much money we're going to make in the next quarter with his 
goals, right? He literally said, this is his mindset. And it was, we want to create a company culture for our people to thrive and hire great people, train them well, and give them an environment to ultimately thrive in. So really for us, when you read that statement, I hope that what I'm interpreting and what I've experienced in my time is that investment in people, quality people that we become our family. Um, that is really what our company is based on. It's people first mentality as in between. And we're not just a number here. We're definitely yeah. a community. And I think that's an aspect where you're like, wow, if the CEO is looking at this more than driving business today, I think both are important. But the fact that that's the statement, that's what made news is like really showing and where a company goes. So always look at their leadership team, where they're headed. Yeah, I think the people aspect of the company is, is really huge because I think people get stuck up on a lot of, you know, the hard skills and like the numbers and then the statistics or you know how much do you get paid here and things like that but then on the other side of the coin is is the people aspect is it you know are you going to be working with teams and i like you said i've never heard of the of taking a snapshot of looking at the top and then kind of going down from there because that tells you a lot about the company so i really like that actually and then going forward i think you know um there's always the good stuff about the company what, what would you say was one of like the challenges that you wouldn't have expected like if i was to read a job description right of of you know working for you guys what would be a challenge that may come up in the future that wasn't in that job description that you might have not imagined I th honestly like i think that's the beauty of our company too is like we try to be as transparent as possible so the interview candidate experience you are what you're signing up for you have a very clear picture. If you were to get invited to go through the interview process with us, you actually get to shadow a day in the life of the role you'd be doing. So you see all aspects. Unfiltered. Really good, yeah. un so it's not like just a description here's say. You actually get to decide for yourself if that's something. Um, so that's the first thing I'd say the unglamorous side of the job that we are very upfront with is business and leadership and sales is definitely not for everyone, yeah. <laughs> um, there is rejection involved in sales. Even though we're not cold calling, there's still that aspect of people might say no for whatever reason, they don't want that product today. Mm. And then the opportunity is, okay, if I hear no, how can I turn this to a yes in the future? Or what is the hesitation and go back to the drawing board? Mm. So we may not get away every time um, with things and that's yeah. life as it is. How do you handle difficult conversations and how can you turn no's to yeses and solve and be a future leader. So I'd say that is probably the why, um, because people need to understand like that is part of the business world. And if that's something you're interested in, great. But that's definitely, I'd say the harder aspect because sales is, is a hard arena for people too. Um, and then with that, the other thing is we're lifting wine cases all day. So like, okay, <laughs> Yeah. spill on me, which is like so not fun happening <laughs> i always recommend keeping an extra pair of emergency pants in the car just in case like you get a red bell on a slip um which has yeah. only happened to me twice the time see but i would have never i would have never thought when, yeah so i would say probably those two for me are just like the call outs i mean one it's gonna like it hopefully it never happens i hear people knock on wood it doesn't happen to you which mm -hmm. is awesome but if you drop a bottle we're literally carrying product and we're building a display start to finish so if you build a product you actually bump into something, it falls, like we still got to clean that up. We are in a grocery store, I'm calling on accounts every day. It's yeah. a very unique arena. And again, like maybe people are like, huh, 
like I have a college education. I don't know if I want to be working in the food and beverage industry. Um, again, this is the opportunity to be in this company with us. So mm -hmm. it's part of that rotational program where you really get to see the ground up, what our products, who our partners are, who are we calling on, we're essential workers with grocery stores, which has been cool. And this is ultimately where we sell into. So you see every facet of the business. Mm -hmm. um, but for that rotation, I would say that would probably be some of the ones I would identify for, yeah. Yeah. And Nicole, I think when I was reading a little bit or when you were talking to us through a couple of presentations, I noticed that a big thing for, at least for Gallo, is the ability to advance really quickly. Um, and you guys also have like a really set up plan before you even start so that you kind of know like at what point what's going to happen. Do you want to talk a little bit about how like, because I thought that was really cool, especially how everything's kind of lined up for you before you even start. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very interesting. So it is what you're alluding to is our sales leadership development program that, again, I was a part of. I know a lot of um, alumni from your campus was too. So the cool mm. thing is there are three different teams to our program for Common Path. And as first, you'd be applying as a senior for that senior leadership um, sales representative position. And then from there, it is a merit-based program, which I love as well, because mm. that means based on the amount of work that you put in, how you analyze your business, how you grow your business. We call you your own CEO of your territory where you're really learning how to get sales and drive them for yourselves in that time. Um, but that hard work definitely does pay off and takes into account part of our program. We do preface that each rotation of our program is anywhere from a year and a half on average to two years. And that's really because I think the piece that people, um, that I really do like to emphasize here is like, the program CEOs, kids down, everyone is in this program together. 95% of our future lead or our leaders in our industry um, come out of this program and are hired internally to different positions. Mm -hmm. So each phase is to grow you in those skill sets we mentioned earlier to really train you to be a great leader for us. But to own those skills, to enjoy the process and the lap that you're in, you yeah. only pass through each phase once. So really getting out everything and being a sponge in this environment and taking in the process is the opportunity. And you can have, based on business needs too, right? Like that plays into the timing with promotions as well as merit-based, but that is the opportunity because if constantly growing in different skills is something you're interested in, I honestly know to so yeah little insight there in terms of the timeline for that and then the opportunities also you might find that district manager phase two is not for you there are other um, routes for people to go because we're a fully integrated system which for the, your viewers means that we hire from the bottling factory to the marketing team to the on-premise team right those are a lot of our phase three which i'm currently in um so you might decide you don't love management that's okay there's other areas again no two paths are the same either but there are three different phases to help you grow in ways as a future leader for our sales division yeah that's i mean yeah that's really cool because that's one of the things that at least from my uh, from my aspect it really caught my attention how how things were lined up like that and then how if something like you said if, if something doesn't work out for you there's still other ways you can go and i think that says a lot about the company too um yeah so yeah thank you for that and then i also i know we're kind of nearing the end of our little 30 minute segment but I, I i something that i love to ask is you know everything's always about work especially now like uh you know i was telling a couple other people that i was reading an article on how people seem to be working more even though we're at home which is kind of weird because you would have expected to have more free time. But in those moments of free time or in those windows of free time, you know, what is something that you like to do that maybe doesn't have to revolve around work? So for me, my <laughs> COVID hobbies as of late, like I love growing in all aspects of my life. So I'm really into masterclass right now. Really? Like, <laughs> plug, I will sell you on this and your viewers for a second. It's oh, like gosh. the next for learning. 
Um, and what's cool about it is I'm taking Samuel Jackson, Natalie Portman's acting classes. I think that's been fun. Yeah. Um, definitely like investigative journalism. You can take an FBI course, like all these different things. It's the top 1% of people um, training you with over like X amount of hours of content. It's pretty high quality. There's yeah. a PDF, there's actual like follow-up homework you can do. So productively, I, that's what I like to do <laughs> when I turn my laptop and I want to learn a new skill. Um, yeah. Gallo's really work-life balance honestly like we work Monday to Friday like you again are your CEO of your own territory in the mm. sense where like you learn how to take care of yourself and everyone here is for you to have that work-life balance so um the efficiency of what you can do in your time we we're an hourly company in the first position and like figuring that out mentally how to turn off too and then like yeah. live your life is also a really cool aspect to our company that I think I've really owned from phase one and phase two. So with my time, I'm very like, I love to be productive. I'm learning French on Duolingo right now. Really? Um, <laughs> Japanese. So I'm really trying to plug into my, or my culture, Right. Um, my family culture. So yeah, I'm taking some French a little bit here and there. Um, I like, I'm near Mountain View right now. So taking a lot of runs on my free time. But yeah, those are like my three ways because I like to like kind of, um, just keep learning and growing in yeah. all aspects of my life. No, I've, I've seen Masterclass, you know, before, and I'm just like, now you're just like, ah, no, should I do it? Should I do it? Because they have a couple of, they have a little bit of everything. Yeah. Definitely you should wait till November, though, because they usually do a promotion, which is how I got suckered into it. Because if okay. you split it, give one for free, it's a present for the year for someone, which is a great oh. gift price of you buying one so mm. highly recommend waiting for that deal <laughs> split it with your roommate it's like the same cost as netflix for the year but you just you're actually growing at skills versus like oh, i mean there's great series to get entertained, no, yeah. <laughs> get educated no. so yeah i yeah, know yeah. definitely recommend yeah, that's awesome. So again, thank you, Nicole. I know we talked a lot about different things. I want to say thank you. And then I'll t I might take you up on that masterclass thing because that, that's really yeah, my attention. Yes, so fun. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Um, I hope your listeners enjoyed this series. And um, we look forward to seeing you virtual on campus, fam. <laughs>